Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two, three, shout, I'm awake. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Good morning, 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 everybody. It is September 2nd, 2022, and you're listening to Waking Up with Nate and Smitty, life partner. I know I saw you last night, but how did you sleep? How are you today? I am tired. I'm so tired, but I'm good. That's good. Uh, Uh, You got up early today. I did. I was up at 7 a.m. I said goodbye to Amanda as she left for work. And I was like, I have no idea what time we're doing this, so I'm just going to be awake and ready. And I also had to get prepared for Florida Friday because I did not fully prepare last night because I was tired. <laughs> and didn't... Yes, you were, you were, oh wait, we're on camera. You were tired. <laughs> I was very tired. Um, last night we did Thick and Thin Sportscast, which can be found on YouTube uh, for those that are looking to see us in another way. Um, and an actual program about sports, and I think it went pretty well, all in all, as much as it was not, it was ill prepared, but I think we uh, I think we pulled off a pretty really pretty good show. I it was better than I expected. Yes, I guess that's what I'm saying. especially from how it started. Um, it it was provoking. It had questions. It had good responses. It had good feedback. It wasn't like a typical show that has been done in the past, which I kind of enjoyed more um though those that go to watch thick and thin sportscast i am not a regular on that program anymore even though you will find several episodes with this beautiful face and actually a even more handsome face uh because i was in way better condition like shape like three years ago yeah i don't know because i've seen those pictures and you just look really young because you were like a baby face and mm-hmm. your face is still as round as it ever been that hasn't changed it was but a, your it beard thinner but the well, beard, your beard was... is making you look thinner so in the face it's it's trimming down it's to that point thing and yes he's no longer the he's a guest appearance he's a guest on the show now even though thick and thin he is thin he is the thin of the thick and thin, but he's now a guest of the show. So, yeah. by, his, by his own, he don't. It, yeah, he, it was it, it was my own choosing, and it was kind of the I 
can no longer be as entertaining or provide the best quality product that I know that I can do. Um, but that does not mean that everybody else shouldn't or anybody else shouldn't check out Thick and Thin Sportscast because it is a nice little show. And uh, if you don't know much about the Patriots, that's a show definitely to check out. <laughs> or Tom Brady because uh, they do have a tendency to do ATP or ATB, which is all things Patriots and all things Brady. But that's to be expected from our Patriots fans. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's to be expected from a program that's about football that is done in the Northeast where the Patriots and Tom Brady have been here for a very long while. Well, I was actually presently surprised that none of that was brought up. Uh, Tom wasn't brought up and the Patriots were only brought up a little bit when Nate's, I'm not Nate, you're Nate. I am Nate. When Travis says about the 53 cutoff and Travis like, well, no, that's, that's, yeah, nothing really happened to the team and then went on and it's like, okay. So that was the conversation. Apparently, every show needs to be a short show. Uh, yes, a condensed show. <laughs> today is Florida Friday here on the program. Uh, as always, please reach out to us. We want to hear from you. If you have a story from Florida or of Florida, story of you in Florida, if you want to hear something particular, anything, we want to entertain you. So talkingstuffpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, there's the voice line text line 850-3075-221. So a quick question for you. Yes. This is a video question right now. Is it my, am I seen wrong because you don't look so centered? Is that on purpose? Uh, it's kind of on purposely, ac- purposely accidental. I moved my camera and that's the reason. That's all. Oh, I, didn't, I mean, it didn't really bother me. I just didn't know if you were aware and you liked it that way. So, because I, I can do the same with me and then we both could be like off centered. I and do. maybe even closer to each other, depending on how we show up on the video. True. It, it seems like it changes, but I do like It does, your, and I love that. I love the fact that we swap. I like your Boris second. the Bear comic book behind you that's just seemingly conveniently hiding behind your head. I, well, I was, I was putting them up. I put my favorite ones in the center and worked my way out, not thinking they're not going to be seen. <laughs> this crap like um, My Little Pony will be seen. I mean, I didn't realize that that was My Little Pony, but... <laughs> Well, these are all the my free comic books. I, you know, this one, I mean, that's not, but no, it, it, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. I could tell a free comic from a non-free comic on your wall. Um, well, they do say free comics on them. So. <laughs> uh, it's hard to read from here, but the big oh, white sure. blank spot on your My Little Pony. Now I see Pony. I know that's a free issue. And then the world's greatest something over there next to Spider Man. That's a free comic. Hey, world's greatest car- uh, cartoonist. Yeah, you go through that to figure out who the ones are and then which ones are alive and which ones will be at the shows, so you can go get them to sign stuff you have. Maybe uh, you could do that too. Yeah, but that's it. That's for a different show. That is for a different show. I have some stories from the great state of Florida today. Woohoo! I can't wait to share with you, and most of them are about alligators, because what is Florida without the official prehistoric? killing death machine that is the alligator in the state of florida i i think i think florida is known for three things uh alligators and meth uh i was gonna say meth for sure drugs drug addicts um scandally clad college students well disney world oh yeah there's disney world and universal studios and then there's also um gators and old people and old people and actually 
That's everything I have this week. Gators <laughs> and old people. That's the news. That's exactly what I have. You didn't know that, I don't think. I did not know that. So I can't wait to tell you. The first one is an alligator was found loitering in a Wendy's parking lot in Florida. Hernando Sheriff's County deputies were called to remove a six-foot gator that was hanging out in the parking lot of a Wendy's. Now, you live there in Florida. I know you're up in the panhandle. But is a gator in a parking lot at a fast food restaurant a common occurrence for somebody who lives in Florida? Like, do you expect to see a gator a week? No, I wouldn't say I expect to see a gator a week, but it's one of those things that you look over and go, oh, dude, there's a gator. That's cool. Type deal. Not like, oh, wow, and, you know, you probably stop to record it like anything else like that. But it's not so uncommon that you're like, do you know? I once saw a gator in a parking lot. You know, it's it's not one of those things. See, I always imagine, like, I, I don't live in Florida. I've visited Florida, and I have not had this experience, but I still can't help but feel that the gator is as common as squirrels or chipmunks here in Massachusetts as they as the opposite in Florida. Depending on where you are in Florida, they are just as, as um, because they're, um, they're just, let me finish one thought before you start another thought, Jason. <laughs> they're just as prevalent and common as a squirrel in certain areas. And they're also, you're not allowed to hunt them. You're not allowed oh. to kill them. So if you see them, you can't, you know, they're in your yard. You can't just kill them. So they're protected. So, you know, you go to jail for a long time if you mess with one. So they keep going. Um, but it's kind of like you were telling a story when you were going through Florida and you saw a, a water spout over the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. And you're like, what the heck? And that's kind of freaky. And you're seeing everyone else just driving like it's yeah, no big deal. No big deal. See, it's just a gust of wind for you residents of like, that. That's, that's not something you see all the time, but you see it enough to be like, okay, that's cool. Take a picture of it. Let's go on. So, same thing. Well, you mentioned something about not playing with the wildlife. And even trained professionals probably should heed that own advice. But a Florida wildlife director loses hand after alligator bite. I want to hear this one. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for the the dude. I'm, I'm, I'm no, he's okay. He's going to be called Lefty from now on or something. But hands. And he got to, and he has a story, and I'm all about stories. Uh, <laughs> but I can't hear this. Yeah. So a former wildlife director at Florida Gardens was working with a gator when a leaf fell between the prehistoric death machine and Greg Grazani, <laughs> which resulted in the gator latching onto his arm below the elbow. Doctors attempted to reattach the hand to the arm, but due to the nature of the muscle tears were so significant, the doctors could not reattach, and they had to take his arm. So they reattached his hand, and then later learned that it's not going to work, so they had to take the arm. So the man had a hand, lost a hand, had a hand, lost oh. an arm. <laughs> That's, uh, oh, God, I feel so bad for him, but it's, it's, it's not funny. But what's funny was either you said this or that was written. You did that? The prehistoric that death machine? Yes, prehistoric death machine. That was that was funny. That's what they are. They're prehistoric death machines. I don't know why. Like, I understand somewhat why we play with them to maybe, like, domesticate them or make them a little bit more, like, accustomed to people. Their brains aren't that developed, and nope. they are just death, rage, and awesome. Yeah, they are, and they're powerful, and when they clap down on you, if they yank you into their water, you're done. They're going to mm -hmm. roll you and roll you and stuff you have in their log at you, you at their leisure. And even if they're not near the water, they lack onto your arm and 
you're going to have a, or your leg, you're going to have a heck of a time trying to fight that gator from pulling you into the water, no matter where you are. Because mm-hmm. um, his, his jaw's not coming undone. No. And I find I'm deathly afraid of snakes. I am not deathly afraid of alligators because I know if I see an alligator, it's going to kill me. A snake will attempt to kill me and torture me in its attempt. The gator, if it just locks on right, I'm done. Yes. You're done. So I'm okay with knowing that this machine of death is there. Not, I have 12 different ways to kill you. I'm going to make you guess. Not to mention a gator you probably can see coming. A snake you're walking all of a sudden drops from a tree or from a bush or shoot and they're fast too. They oh yeah. And gators are fast too, but you see a gator and you can, you know, run as fast as you can, <laughs> go right really quick and you're out of their path. Well definitely I was I was gonna say I agree. On land, the gator mm-hmm. has you. Or no, in the water a gator has you all yeah. day. But on land you can outrun a gator. Yeah. A snake controls land, air, and sea or ocean yes. or whatever. Like they are the epitome of the ultimate death machine. It's a good thing that they're not overly aggressive trying to attack like that. It's a good thing. They don't see something and does like a line to attack. They protect their area and they even they have to, but if you run from one, they are probably not going to chase you too far. If at all. True. I have one other thing and I need to find it. I had it. I had it. It's gone. But it's the 20 best cities to retire in the state of Florida where you can retire on three grand a month. Oh, really? And I figured since one of the contributing members of this show is of retirement age or retired, why not let you guess a little bit, you know, where you think this might be. I have 20. There's 20. I'm going to let you guess where you think the best state best cities are to retire in your state well i do know one thing that the state's pretty big and there's probably cities on there that You've i've never, never heard, heard of. of yes it's not going to be miami because you can't retire for three thousand dollars a month in miami or tampa or Orlando, or jacksonville and things like that so it's going to be a smaller city and i'm going to say most of them are probably in this area because this is the poor area of <laughs> Florida. it's the poor area i mean when you're making 16 dollars an hour here you're making bank just saying um, well, you're not making bank, but you can survive. You're making a livelihood, stuff. like yeah, yeah. You're not gonna have a spouse or kids, but you yourself will be fine. So I'm gonna stay away from the central part of Florida, and I'm gonna stay away from the West Coast and the South Coast near Miami. So we're gonna go up. Uh, let's go Panama City. Panama City is the 14th most affordable place to live on a three thousand dollar a month budget. Monthly expenditures are $2,330 on average. Livability is 76, and the uh, population of adults 65 and older is 16.7%. Okay. Okay, that was only because it's a bigger city in the area, so let's go. Why not? I'm going to shoot it out there. Why not Crestview? Crestview is not on this list. So I'm going to get three strikes really fast because there's too many cities I can name. Um, I don't think you can live in Niceville for $3,000 a month. Definitely not Blue Water Bay. Um, Fort Walton Beach. Fort Walton Beach is not on there. Mother flopping dog. There is a fort, but not Fort Walton. Oh, Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Good job. It is number 19. 
The monthly expenditure is $2,592. Livability is 72. And the average population of adults over the age of 65 is 22.2%. I've been to Fort Myers, and it's awesome. And it's an island, basically. And I loved it. Love, loved it. And when you said Fort, I'm like, well, that must be Fort Myers. And there's a lot of different forts around here. So. so four guesses, two strikes, and two hits. And I think I'm doing great considering, like, there's so many cities. Mm-hmm. Um, under 3,000. No, that... That name wouldn't be on there. Fort Worth, which is relatively big. Navarre, it's kind of small. I don't, I don't think you do it for Pensacola. Let's shoot it. Pensacola, why not? It's not really. Pen, P-E-N-S? Yes. No pens in Florida. That is of that. I'm sorry, that is your third one. Don't tell me Blue Water Bay is on there because I'm going to It's not. It. I, I Googled okay. that. Or I searched for that. Number 20 is Deerfield Beach. No idea. To live at Deerfield Beach, it would run you about $2,648 a month. The people there, uh, the average amount of, or the percentage of population over 65 is 22.7%. You got Fort Myers, that's 25.92 with a 22.2. Do not tell me that Tallahassee or Appalachia Close are on this list because I will not believe you, but go ahead. Uh, Coconut Creek. No idea. 32.42, so that's a little over three grand. Uh, 87% livability. 17.9% is over the age of 65. Boca, That's pretty good. That's a younger people. Boca Raton. Boca Raton. 30, you know, I've heard of Boca Raton. 33.21. Livability is 80%. Or 80. What is livability? I think that's the amount of livable like social, space, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just going off of what this article said. Works for me. Percentage of adults over 65 is 27.3%. So, Brandonton. Brandon, stupid Brandonton. It's a dumb place. No one ever wants to go there. It's, it's full of bad people and worse whiskey and women that you wouldn't sleep with and men that you tried to not sleep with, but for some reason they want to sleep with you. And it's a bunch of gangbanger Nazi thugs. And <laughs> we played them in the. Uh, um, Are they your rival, like town? No, we played them in the the playoffs to win the state championship. When I was there, and they beat us. It's the well, only reason I know who they are. To live there, it'll run you about twenty-seven eighty-five a month. Uh, livability is seventy-five, and persons over the age of sixty-five is twenty-four point nine percent. Oh, and I'm kidding about Brandon, Brenton, Brenton, whatever, because I'm sure it's a great city. I'm sure it's fine. But their athletes are all hooligans and they are bangers. a bunch of bad people. We we beat them before when we won our national champ, our state championships. We had to beat them. We had to go to their town and beat them. But later on, they beat us. Uh, so. uh, Clearwater is at 15. Clearwater, Florida. Oh, yes. 25. Well, that's Central Florida area. I can't believe it's that cheap down there. 2578. Livability is 74. And persons over 65 is 22.8%. You got Panama Beach, uh, Panama City Beach. That was 2330, 76, with a 16% of old, retired 65 year olds. I thought you would have gotten this one. Sarasota. You can live in Sarasota, Florida for less than two thousand dollars a month. Twenty six forty eight is the average living expense per month. Livability seventy one, and population of sixty five plus is twenty eight percent. Sarasota, Sarasota, really? it's on this list, number thirteen. So I should have named relatively famous cities because these are relatively famous cities. I mean, they're they're not like Miami, but they're, they're known. They're, they're up there. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Pembroke Pines? 
Oh, we'll see. That's another one. That's not nothing I've heard of. Uh, twenty nine sixty seven, livability eighty five, and there's only eighteen point four percent sixty five plus. Mm. Uh, Maitland. Tw- uh, there's a Maitland, Georgia. Apparently, there's a Maitland, Maitland Florida. M A I T L A N D. I wonder if they're on the border together and like they're both Maitland. And, I don't know. Go Maybe, but twenty eight oh eight. We'll get you a nice little place there for a month. 87% livability and only 14% 65 year old and above. When they say less than 2000 they mean all your expenses, not just your rent. Rent, utility, all of that is okay. 2808 Give us say $2,800 for rent is not a livable place to go. <laughs> uh, Melbourne, Florida. Melbourne. I, wouldn't have thought, I thought of that in my head, but I was like, there's no way that's going to be on the list. 2383 the livability 75 and 20.9 is over 65. So this place, these places that are bigger, Sarasota, Melbourne, great cities with a great history and a lot of money there. But then there's the outskirts that are also there that are meth run places where you can get a trailer for $10. And that's why that's there. See, didn't I'm, say you can live nicely, just I'm, that you can't live. I'm just, I'm giving you places where you can move your brother out of your house and you can go, you know, or you can give him that house and you can move to one of these places. I understand there's a place in near mass that, uh, I probably could live relatively nice for about 2,500 bucks a month too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Castlebury. No, No. 2642 livability is 84%. And this one's a little bit, uh, enticing for you younger retired folk. It's only 15.3% 65 plus. So it's still relatively young. Sunrise, Florida, comes at number eight. I've heard of Sunrise, Florida. I don't know why. Twenty-seven fifty-nine is what you're looking at. Two thousand seven hundred fifty-nine dollars a month. Eighty-three percent or eighty-three livability. Nineteen point three percent. Sixty-five plus. Altamonte Springs. Altamonte. You did a news story on that once. I was pretty sure. On Florida Friday when we're doing the Talk Us Up podcast. I'm pretty sure I've heard that from this show. Well, for $2,545, you can find a decent place to live. A livability is 85, and old 65 plus is 14.6%, which is still a nice level. It of sounds like the, the number one, the higher you go, the less the older population is becoming. It's always like that seems to be the factor that changes the higher you go. Uh, well, Lake Mary is number six. For $3,042, you could live there. 89 livability, 65 plus is 19.9%. There goes my theory. (laughs) (laughs) Palm Bay, not Pompeii, but Palm Bay is 2369. Livability is 80, 65 plus, 18.8%. Doesn't sound too bad. Winter Garden, which is a place where I would probably choose to live uh, Mm. off of this list, though I haven't. No, yeah, I'd, I'd put this up there. Is uh, 2339, I could live there with what I make. Uh, 85% livability, 65 plus 14.1%. Oh, see? It's an up-and-coming neighborhood. Yes, it is. <laughs> Lakeland. Lakeland, Florida. I should have thought of that. $2,401 is the monthly expenditures. 82 is livability and older. 65 plus is 22.2%. It's a little yeah, high Lake- on the olders. Well, I think the Lakeland, Florida is known for retirement ceremony, I mean, communities and older people in Lakeland. The golf course, I think. I know Lakeland for something like that. Oh. Uh, Largo, Florida comes in at number two. 
Is that near Key Largo or is that Largo? Uh, Key Largo is down on the. There's no way it's cheap to live down there on the the Keys. Uh, it's the most expensive in the top five. It's twenty six thirty seven. Livability is eighty five, and over sixty five is twenty six point three percent. And the number one city in the penis state is Port Orange, and that is twenty four hundred and ninety seven dollars. Livability is eighty seven. And the percentage of 65-year-olds and above is 24.6%. So what my LP has told you all, if you live in Port Orange, you live in the best place to live if you're poor. And old. Of- it's the best place to live if you're retired. Oh. And over 65. So basically what I found out is I need to live in Panama City, which is an hour and a half from me. Which where the good comic book stores are. Yeah. I mean... For twenty three thirty a month, you can live in Panama City Beach. You have a seventy six percent or seventy six is the livability, so it's not great, but it's not horrible. And there's only sixteen point seven percent of people that are older than you. That's because they get most of their money for spring break and summer because that's what it is. And of course, that's where uh, Dixie Cup hails from. Ah, yes, the great Dixie Cup of Panama Beach City, Florida. Panama Beach City, Panama City Beach. Whatever. And so I can see why it's cheap to live over there because I can see. <laughs> so you can see for $2,300 that you can have a trailer on your sister's property with no running water. You can, but it's not $2,300 a month if you want to live on the beach, though. I promise you that. Oh, probably not. No. Uh, you, sir, have some sort of Florida story today, and I would I love do. to hear that. Okay, so no shit. There I was. Knee deep in hand grenade pins. <laughs> Nazis all around me. Nazis all around. All I had was Zombies a tea ration and bubble gum. Yeah. You had bubble gum? I don't have the rations. Oh, I only got paid in gum. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And the thing is, no one here in this except for Jeremy is going to appreciate that statement. He's not even oh. going to appreciate that statement, but he's going to just shake the, his head. Yeah, but he'll know it. He will know it. So, I was driving with Rebel. His name was his actual name was Rebel. Um, we're driving around in the truck out there in the woods here in Eglin Air Force Base area on the properties. I don't remember where we were going. I think we we're going to go fishing. It's not important. So we're driving, and he in his truck, and a slithering little thing across the dirt road just starts to come out as he's going right past it. He goes whoa, and he goes past it, and the thing's going straight still, and he slams on his brakes. He gets out, and I turn around to look, and there's a rattlesnake going across the road. Why like, would you stop? This thing was, when it was going, because you know snakes, they do that side riding thing, but when it was straight out, um, this thing was halfway across the road. This thing was three to four foot long. He runs over there, grabs this thing by its tail. Um, that's dumb. Picks it up like this, and throws it in the back of the truck. Throws it in the back of the truck. And then he gets in the truck. And we start driving. I was like, what are you doing? He's, I was like, he's like, well, he's like, well, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to kill it and make s- shoes out of it. I was like, or boots out of it. I'm like, but it's alive. It can still get out of the, the back of the truck, can't it? I mean, it can, it gets the muscles to. Yeah. He's like, good point. So he stops. <laughs> he stops and gets out. He gets something from the, well, he gets something from the. Um, Center console, glove box. Glove box. His older truck is like a, a 75 or something. You know, and it's a, I guess it's just a big old stick. It was just a stick. Like, I guess it's a defense stick. He didn't have a gun there. 
And, you know, he just, and, and he gets into the back of his truck and he's like, bang, bang. I mean, he's going back and forth. And I'm like, what? And I'm not even watching. I'm just like too afraid to see the snake bite this man, you know, and some rattling stuff going on. And he comes back in sweating a little bit, blood on his little stick, you know, puts it back in the glove compartment. And we drive on and we went fishing. I'm pretty sure it was fishing. When we came back, you know, he just, um, I never did see the boots, but yeah, he just stopped and. I never saw the boots, but he killed the shit out of this freaking rattlesnake. <laughs> I'm a, I mean, the snake was definitely in the back when we, I saw it because it was all dead. And but he just grabs a snake by the tail and just throws in the back of his truck. A three to four foot rattlesnake, just to make boots. They said, I'm sure he, I'm sure he was gonna make snake soup or something too because you can eat snakes pretty good. But he said he was gonna make boots. Is it wise to eat a venomous? Reptile or in, like amphibian, whatever the fuck they are. Like, well, I think they're they're the poison is actually like behind their head, and that's poison comes out. It's not actually in their body. I don't think you don't think so that not... goes through their muscles at all. You think it's just? A... I don't think so. I don't. I'm not sure, but I, I think they're they're because then you can milk a snake. You know, mm-hmm. you can put their their milk fangs and milk out the venom. That's how they make the yeah. anti venom. Um, right. So I I, don't know. I try to learn as much about snakes as possible because I have that irrational fear. The problem I have is there's pictures of snakes generally when I'm trying to do research and I don't want to look at snakes. So it's very difficult for me to be so well versed in my fear because <laughs> I educate myself on why I'm afraid of these things, not just I'm no, afraid. It's not irrational. It's not. Ir- and I'm going to tell you what have you. There's a video out there. Um, um, grade eight under a is what the video name title is. And he's talking about arachnophobia, being afraid of a spider. Irrational fear or something. Irrational fear of snakes or whatever that's called. Because it's not irrational. He goes, look at this one. This is a brown spider that does this and this and cuts his moths. Here's one that will bite you and maybe cause you to have an erection for four hours and then you die. Mm-hmm. Can you tell the difference between these two animals? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so you see a snake. Can you tell the difference between the one snake that's going to kill a mouse for you and one snake that's going to kill you? I can't. It's true. <laughs> that's not an irrational fear. That's not irrational at all. Fair enough. Uh, Though, I mean, to me, it's... I know when I see a garden snake or gardener snake, I know it. I know that's what that is. I'm still afraid that given the opportunity, it will try to kill me. Cut down your throat and choke you. Or wrap itself around my neck and... (laughs) They're they're killing machines. That's what they do. I, I understand this. I don't know why people want these as pets. Because they will kill you given an opportunity. Just like a cat. If a cat was four feet taller, that cat will not stop to think about killing you. It knows its size, it knows its privilege, and it will not kill you at this until you're dead, and then it's going to eat you. Well, dogs will do the same thing. Dogs are killing machines. They're wolves. Not now. Not the domesticated no. dog. <laughs> but if it's hungry enough, it oh, will absolutely. eat you. Oh, absolutely. Well, yes, it will eat you if it's hungry enough and you're dead. That's true. Yeah, I don't think... See, and I also don't think for one second, no matter how hungry Scout got, he would never eat you. I don't think so. He might eat me or someone else, but he wouldn't eat you. You know? Scout was my... Scout's my ride or die. He's my... I I, I teared up last night because I thought about how much I love this dog and that I will be a mess when he passes away, hopefully in like six years. That why the he said he's the best doggy or the goodest doggy the or whatever. The goodest boy ever. Yeah, he's absolutely amazing. I 
I mean, today's been a good show. I enjoyed it. We had some fun. We shared. If you're looking to live to fl- move to Florida, and after seeing some of these prices, I may consider moving to one of these retirement areas because that's a very affordable price. And if I can keep my source of income the same way, why not? Amen to that. Well, we appreciate everybody waking up with us today. We always enjoy waking up with you as hopefully as much as you enjoy waking up with us. Take care of yourselves and have a great day. Say goodbye in a fun, silly way. See you later, alligator. See you later, take.